Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever it is you're coming from. Thanks for joining. I am super excited to be back with my next episode of Rewarding Conversations, as I am joined by John Champoli. Uh, now, John is the Vice President of Enrollment Management at Elizabethtown College. Thank you so much for joining, John. Hey, Adam, glad to be here and uh, looking forward to a good conversation. Yeah, always looking forward to a good conversation. Uh, that's it's the best thing. It's my favorite thing. A good conversation. Um, how how I met John uh, was a little bit of a different path than I normally do for my podcast. Uh, one of my um, advisors and mentors of kind of life, I guess I should say, uh, is uh, Dr. Michelle Cosimore, uh, or Cos, as I have called her my whole life, knowing her. And and John knows this because I'm sure working at Elizabethtown, everybody calls her Cos, literally everybody. Um, and, and I did my podcast with her, one of my absolute favorite ones, actually one of my biggest episodes. Uh, one of my most downloaded episodes was with Cos. And if anybody knows Cos, they know that she is never short of things to say. She speaks her mind. And that's one of my favorite things about her. And afterwards, you know, I had made a couple posts about it and tagged Elizabethtown College in it. And, you know, people liked the post and I, I got to talking with a social media person for Elizabethtown and said, hey, you know, is there anybody that, you know, works for the school that maybe works in a more, you know, administrative level that manages, you know, a certain department and office? I was like, P.S., uh, you know, I was a tour guide in college, so I'm always digging the enrollment side of things, the admissions side of things. You know, I'm always interested in how that works. And they said, yeah, we got this guy, John, here that we think would be good for you to talk to. So here we are. And that's kind of the long intro to how John and I got connected. So once again, thanks for joining, John. How are you doing today? Doing well. Always always a good day at E-Town. And, and uh, honestly, looking forward to a conversation based on your, you know, just digging into some of your, your past uh, conversations and podcasts. Uh, really appreciate the fact that you're, you're, you're getting behind the scenes of what makes makes people tick you know and, and i think that's so fascinating uh what is that that human drive and, and and um all the other things that that affects so really looking forward and and uh open book here you know happy to talk about e-town a lot of great success especially the last couple of years in, in terms of uh, enrollment advancement academics and what the faculty are doing so anything's fair game adam uh, happy to talk about uh, as many topics as i can and if I don't know the answer, I'll try and get it from someone and uh, get back to you. But this is exciting. Spoken like a true person in enrollment. If I don't know the answer, I'll get it for okay. you. That's right. I you mean, know, that's that's enrollment. Right. Yeah, that's that's enrollment summed up in a nutshell. Uh, that's that's exactly what I would say as a tour guide. If I don't know the answer, I'll get it for you. So look at that. You already checked that off your list. Um, but no, this is this is really great. Um, you know. I, I appreciate the behind the scenes of things because, you know, looking at things from the sociological perspective, which cause in particular was, you know, that that's her whole field. And I learned so much from her. And, and that's something I've carried with me is why do we do the things that we do? Why do we say the things that we say? What makes us tick? Like you said, you know, uh, that's a really interesting thing to me. And that's kind of always what I try to get at with these. Um, I think people are more than just their job or more than just their, um, you know, whatever life experience they have, they might've had a traumatic event or a really great event or, you know, a promotion. And those things are great or tragic or whatever they might be, but people are more than just those single things. Now, those things might shape them and change them and mold them, 
but I'm also interested in what else is going on. You know, what's going on on the daily basis and kind of, you know, under the layer of things. Um, so for for somebody in your position being the VP for enrollment, um, you know, at Elizabethtown College, I guess we should start off with just how you got there. So, you know, how did you how did you get, and feel free to go back as far as you want, you know, your, your undergrad or what what got you interested in enrollment to begin with? Um, and then, you know, let's maybe lead to why did you choose E-Town? Great question. Yeah, Adam, I, I think it's funny, you know, I've spoken to a lot of people on how they get into enrollment and they, they kind of say, well, this kind of, this career kind of chooses you. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of people grow up kind of dreaming of being an enrollment professional. Usually they don't know it exists, you know, so it's this kind of funny thing, but um, I was actually a, 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 an art major, a paint, painting major back in college, uh, went to grad school, got my uh, MFA. My backup plan was music. So I was sort of coming from that side of things. So yeah, so I have a, an MFA in, in painting, in fine arts, and that was my, you know, still is a lot of uh, my passion kind of in life is, is art, music. Uh, it was kind of funny. I, I had gone home and told my mom, my, I'm changing my major from psychology to uh, art and she said well, you better have a backup plan and i said well don't worry music is my backup plan and she said why don't you just go be homeless you know she's the tough irish mother right blue collar and and that's what she said and i said it'll all work out you know so so good things it's funny how kind of the path that you uh start out on uh absolutely kind of changes and, and meanders but it leads you to somewhere uh, pretty good if you if you stay with it so, so when you said that that's still your passion uh, you know, you know, painting and, and art and all of that. What what do you mean by that? Is is that something that you still actually do? Or do you mean like going to museums and stuff like that? Because I'm a museum junkie. I love going to museums, history, art, all of that stuff, uh, you know, music, culture. You know, I'm just I'm enthralled by all of that. I love that stuff. Uh, but I have no artistic ability in terms of painting and music and all of that stuff. But I, I just admire, and I have people close to me in my life who are really amazing at those things. And I just think it's incredible. So when you say that you're still, you know, that's a passion for you, is it something you still do? Or do you mean more of like a kind of observing wise? Good, great question. Yeah. Something I, I still, I try and do, I think it's obviously harder to find time to do it. Um, you know, I think going through sort of different phases of different passions, you know, where, where I had sort of uh, painting as, as a thing and then kind of music and then back and forth and then kind of finding out, okay, well, I actually like this, this thing I'm doing now called admissions, you know, when I get to travel and kind of meet with families and then connect with students when they're in this, this sort of dilemma of like figuring out what they want to do for the rest of their life, you know, and, and sort of getting them through that situation with as little pressure as possible. I really enjoyed and kind of taking the, the sting out of that process. Um, I just, I just really fell in love with that. So it's funny how, like, I think I have a passion for the arts, but also more for connecting with people, uh, and, and trying to leave some kind of positive impact on them, uh, or experience, you know, so I, I the, it's funny how it kind of changes. I still, when I, when I, when I can do a little bit of painting and, and some guitar, but, it's definitely less frequently than, than before. And what is your, just out of curiosity, what is your kind of style of painting? Like, what what do you like to paint? Good question. So Van Gogh, by far my favorite artist. I, I love mean, that. Yep. He's, I mean, he's the best. He's the best. I, mean, you know, yeah. I, I think the, uh, the, the intense color, you know, I, you yeah. know, my, my thesis in MFA school was to, to um, have uh, or somehow affect people so that they'd have some kind of 
uh, emotive or spiritual experience when looking at color and the way we sort of apply that to a painting. And I think Van Gogh had a gift, uh, you know, and that, with that comes that other side, that curse there, but uh, where he's kind of troubled and the, 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 the classic artist, right? That classic yeah. uh, tragic figure. But still the greatness that's in his, in his work, I think is, is, it speaks for itself. You know, I think having an experience when you're looking at something, uh, and, and for me, what caught me was the way he used color. Yeah. That, that's what I tried to, to do. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm completely on the same train. Uh, Van Gogh, I just, I just think is one of the, I mean, for me, at least personally, I, I like to say one of, because I like to respect kind of everybody. He's my favorite artist though. Um, you know, like, like so many others uh, and I get it. And it's like, you know, loving Van Gogh's work is one of those kind of quote unquote cool things. Like, oh yeah, you like Van Gogh, of course you do, but but it makes sense because he's the best. Like, it just that's just how <laughs> that's it works, you know. <laughs> um, you know, it makes sense because he's the best. It's like, well, I always say like Meryl Streep is my favorite actor, and like, oh why? And I'm like, well, she's the best. That's yeah. why. Like, that, because she's the, because yeah. she's the best. Um, the only answer you need. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so so looping back around to to E Town, I'm curious, you know. I, I think, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you came from Maine to E-Town, right? Yeah. So, so, I, so I, to make it clear to the audience out there, my listeners, you came from Maine to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Um, and for those of you out there that don't know where Lancaster, Pennsylvania is, Google it. It's on the eastern side of Pennsylvania. Um, what 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 is it that attracted you, you know, about E-Town? Like, did you find it on the classic, like, higheredjobs.com or Chronicle or something like that? Did you hear about E-Town or did you hear it through a person that said, hey, you might like this place? Like, how did you first hear about it? Well, it's kind of it's kind of funny. So I'm I'm from Queens, New York originally. I like, grew up there, 33 years, the whole oh, thing, cool. and then moved to move around in higher ed, and and was in Bangor, Maine for four years. Awesome place, uh, loved it. Definitely cold winters, negative 20 in February, that whole thing. Oh no, I'm good. But, Pass. but the thing I think you know for me exactly for. for you know, how I found E-Town was through, um, it's kind of funny, actually through one of my uh, competitors actually had reached out. He had applied for this job, kind of uh, checked it out, uh, and then wanted to stay where he was. He, he really just enjoyed where he was. And, you know, I think that our former president said, hey, well, then you have to help me find somebody. You know, so he actually reached out to me. At first, I <laughs> deleted his email, didn't want anything to do with it, and wow. then he emailed me again. And then I said, all right, I'll have a conversation. You know, okay, okay. And then once I kind of connected, I was like, wow, this place is, this place is a bit different. You know, there's, there's something here that I can't quite put my finger on. So I, I um, w was kind of curious to come down for the visit. And when I came down to campus, you know, I thought like they had paid everyone off who took me on a tour and who I met with and like ran into accident. People were just nice uh, in a way that's like very genuine. And I think yeah. that's what makes E-Town so special, you know, and I think that's why students uh, who have, you know, that, that greatness of heart uh, in mind are, are drawn here. Uh, they, they kind of find their, their tribe, right? They kind of find others like yeah. them. Uh, and, it, and it's just this amazing community, you know. So that, that really kind of captured me in terms of, uh, I, I think, the spiritual, the psychological. And, hey, this, this is igniting something within me. I want to be a part of this place. I am still in that camp of schools that have a really strong focus in the liberal arts are, are places that we need to keep around. 
You know, there there are amazing institutions that have incredible programs in the STEM field, and and I know E Town has great STEM programs as well. Um, you know, but I, I'm just really in that camp of liberal arts is so important. I mean, you see these major major tech companies, you know, you like your Googles and Apples and things like that, and they're releasing you know this data that says that their 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 employees that show the most amount of work ethic and, and loyalty and uh, drive and dedication and motivation, all that are coming from liberal arts backgrounds, you know, like, like mm-hmm. I, I remember it was a couple of years ago, I read a report and it was like, it was like Google was talking about like, Oh yeah. So the, the employees that typically show the strongest amount in all of these different categories that we really love and that we want and that we want to hire more of it's people that have degrees in English and sociology and psychology and, and art and you, right. you, like it's, and you're like, what? Oh, I thought you were going to say biology and chemistry and engineering and physics. And, you know, I'm not knocking any of these programs. We need all of that. Of course, um, but, of you know, when you have people that are becoming leaders of divisions and departments, whether it's at a tech company or, you know, a smaller business or whatever it is, and they're coming from these liberal arts backgrounds, I just think that there is something you get from that education of saying, you know, it's not just about this one thing. It's kind of about everything. Let's talk about multiple different things. And let's talk about the way people think and the way people feel and the way people adapt and the way people view things. And it's that liberal arts education. And, you know, I know people out there that are like, listen, just go to school and study biology and make a ton of money. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, I get it. That's, that's appealing. But, um, you know, I think when you leave your job because you leave your job eventually and you, and you go into the real world. And even when you're at your job, you're interacting with people and having that type of background of knowing how to talk to people, knowing how to really listen to people and know what they want and how they feel and how to communicate with them. You know, something that I'm very proud of, you know, with my podcasting is I, I feel like I can immediately pick up on a vibe of a person that I get on and I know how I need to be like what level I need to be at, you know, Um, Like if somebody comes in and they're super high energy, I'm like, all right, let's do this. Let's go. And if somebody comes in and they're a little more calm and I get the sense that they're nervous, then I'll try to slowly bring them up, you know? Um, And and I really do attribute that to like the, that liberal arts education that I received. So I I definitely get what you mean about that, uh, about E-Town kind of having that special kind of thing. I I am fully um, aware of that. And, you know, um, you know, especially with cause, like I got that so much from her and so like that, you, you visited there, the same thing happened to you that happened to me. Like you were like, whoa, what is this thing that's going on here? Um, now, what, what is the thing that keeps you there? You know, you visited and you liked it and they offered you the job and you took it and you have your day to day and you work in enrollment. And that's, if anybody out there doesn't know, it is a field of chaos. You can make a, <laughs> you can make a plan. And the only thing you know for sure is that that plan won't go exactly as you planned it out. You know, but what is the thing that keeps you at E-Town? Yeah, well, Adam, before that, I answer that question. What you picked up on is there, there's so much in what you just said, right, in, in, in terms of liberal arts education. I just got to touch on that for two seconds. It's so yeah, yeah. The, the ability to adapt to other, right, and I think you, you, you picked up on that. That is a very much, uh, which ties into the next question, a sales, recruitment, enrollment, life skill. Uh, that's so important. So how do you make a connection with someone else who's either on a different uh, vibe, a different personality, uh, thought train, the whole thing, you know, and, and the ability to sense that and kind of 
meet them where they are is such a huge skill, which is a strength of a liberal arts education. So no matter what you're studying, and, and you know whether it's a classical liberal arts majors or bio at a liberal arts institution like Etown, you get that other dimension, that other aspect that like completes that, that thing, which which leads to the success you're talking about when you you know those companies do those studies and you look at their managers, you know who eventually has that passion, dedication to rise through the ranks. Like what what is it that keeps that person so engaged? You know, and and for me, kind of going back to your question, what keeps me engaged at Etown is that ability to be creative here uh, and and to connect with others and also feel that connection back. You know, I think that that strength of Etown is. Uh, if, if you're open to connecting with others in, in, a, in a genuinely honest way, uh, on a human level, you will get that reciprocated here. And there's a magic to that. You know, when you connect with someone, there, there's something that happens, even if it's just a, a small passing conversation, there's just something there that makes you feel connected, grounded. You feel your highest human self. You know, I don't know how better to put that, but... Um, it's pretty cool. So what, what keeps me here is that the ability, as you said, in this industry of enrollment, it's complete competitive chaos, declining demographics, the whole thing, the, yeah. the sky is falling, uh, the plan never goes as is. So it's the ability to, um, you know, for myself, like every morning, I'll try and either uh, pray, meditate, ground myself, center myself so that the chaos that comes, I'm able to deal with that and then help others, you know, be a positive influence on them so that hey, this is not, we're not, you know, in an ER. This is cool. We'll get through it. Here's maybe another alternate route. Like, let, be creative and kind of work around the situation. But, uh, yeah, it's fun doing that. Uh, I, I'm also competitive, you know, so I, I like winning, you know, that sort of a thing in terms <laughs> of like, hey, we won for the, the college and the yeah. numbers look good. And, you know, that, I think that's fun too, kind of competing against yourself year over year. And, and you know, I think the other thing too is, is uh, the team that's here. They're just amazing people and to see them grow and, and win and do well that that's so rewarding you know to be a part of that um so a couple questions uh first off do you guys still give out carrot cakes <laughs> yes we do which is like the tradition from the 70s just the yeah. classic right no they don't everyone likes carrot cake but it's still like this nice beautiful yeah. token they get to take away with yeah yeah uh, walk away with and, and uh so that that's still that tradition is still in place which is awesome. okay um another just little bit of inside info are the are the tour guides still down in the basement <laughs> the poor tour guides are, are they are they still down in the basement the area a little bit oh have you uh, but, okay but it's still it's still the basement of the admissions yeah house, but that's sort of like I mean, the workshop but that was that was a point of pride <laughs> like we loved being down there that was like our space that was like that was it's, us oh it's definitely it's definitely their space you know we're just visitors uh when we go down yeah. there you know and say hello and, our, and tell them our system cool. our system was oh my gosh i can't believe i'm gonna say this so our system was when the phone rang downstairs, people would go, not it, like to give a tour. So, and it, it became this whole thing where like, if you were a senior, you had this seniority of like, if you really wanted to take a tour or if it was appropriate to take a tour, because we, we did care about our jobs. I loved being a tour guide and we did care. So like, if you were, 
you know, if I was, you know, a sociology anthropology major and then, oh, somebody's interested in sociology. I was like, okay, I'm taking that tour, you know? Um, so we would do that, but we would play like, you know, the phone would ring and you, not it. Like I'm not, you know, and everybody's down there stuffing envelopes and doing mailings and yep. all kinds of stuff. Um, machine going. Yeah. Yep. So it's, it's good to know that some things don't change. That's fun. Um, so uh, another question I'm curious about, uh, you know, just kind of, kind of bringing it back around is, with like you said numbers kind of universally are dwindling in terms of the amount of students right now that are going to college interest in school is changing a lot more students are doing the community college game right out of high school and then transferring later Um, schools are changing uh, you know what they're doing and how they're offering things and you know the commuter status is now oh it used to be you know within 20 miles you can commute and now it's like within 40 miles so it's changing those and some schools will say, well, the first two years you got to live on campus. Now it's the first three years you got to live on campus. You know, everybody's changing up their game to to get the most amount of students, to bring in the most amount of revenue, um, but also that balance of like, well, we need to give the students something else. Like what makes us attractive while also making us money? Because at the end of the day, that needs to happen, right? Yeah. Um, so how how is E-Town balancing that in terms of you don't have to give away key admission strategies or anything like that. But but, you know, on your end, you're you're the vice president of enrollment and enrollment means bringing in the students at the end of the day. That's what that means. You're you're recruiting, you're visiting high schools, you're going to college fairs, you're hosting events on campus, you're inviting prospective students and families. You're trying to entice them. You're trying to you know give them this or that. What makes E-Town different? You know, how are you handling that battle of bringing in new students in a the most chaotic climate that we've ever had in higher education? Great question, Adam. And, and you know, we've been fortunate, right? The last two years, we, we had pretty much uh, a little bit over 10% uh, growth on the traditional and the, the uh, graduate and online side. We call SGPS, School of Graduate Professional Studies. You know, the way we're able to do that uh, from an enrollment strategy standpoint is... And the first thing I did was sit down with, at the time, uh, Provost uh, Betty Ryder, who's now our uh, trans has been named our transitional president. I saw that. Super yeah. excited about. Uh, she's she's just terrific, terrific human and uh, great heart. Uh, uh, you know, and, and kind, compassionate. The whole, th- all the qualities you want in a leader, uh, Betty has. You know, so so the first thing I did when I got here was sit down with Betty and meet with basically all the academic chairs, like every chair uh, for every department and kind of explain to them our strategy, get to know them and their program. You know, we had to know what we're communicating uh, and selling, if you will, and marketing and, and all of that. Uh, the, the Initially though, the changes we had to make within were, um, you know, there was about a 50% reorg in the traditional side and 100% reorg on the admissions uh, of the graduate professional side. And just bringing in folks that are, are energetic, uh, positive, uh, can, can really, really just love to connect with students. You know, there, there's something there because when a student comes to a campus to visit, their experience really what, what they leave with is, did they connect with the person they met with and how did they, that person make them feel? You know, yeah. So if we have positive people here uh, that make, make people feel good. They have that gift, that natural ability uh, that, that just goes a long way. So it was, it was definitely getting the right folks on board on the admissions enrollment teams. Um, financial aid was great. They're doing their thing. It, the admissions side is now amazing and, and just great people. So that was one. There's some strategy stuff too. So we changed up some partners, right? The, the traditional, if you think of like college search, 
process where colleges license names from the college board and then send things out to them. They, you know, you, you get 20 packages and they all look the same, just switch out the, the college logos. Yep. We had to find a company and, and we had one that we had worked with previously, myself and, and the director who I, I took from my previous university down here. Uh, and, and they're simply, I don't mind plugging them, I don't think they might, but way better marketing and, and they're just a great company. Uh, they, they work with uh, kind of listening to students, prospective students, kind of asking them some quick surveys, like either through emojis or quick questions. Well, what, what excites you about college? What, what do you most fear? And then based on their answers, we send out information to them. So if they fear cost, paying for it, well, we'll send out scholarships, uh, scholarship information, cost, financial aid, something to kind of well, that fear a little bit so that they can then begin to kind of realize, all right, what's, what do you offer? Now that that fear is out of the way, what do you actually offer? Uh, if they're excited about something, we want to give them that information first. So meeting them where they are, right, at their, their uh, primary point, whatever that is, it's a fear, a concern, and excitement, just connecting with them on that. So again, that connection ability, right, that liberal arts we kind of mentioned before. Um, and then there's the, the cost side of it making sure we're working with the right financial aid partner. Uh, no school can really do it. It's too competitive right now for schools to kind of strategize financial aid. If you're dealing with a $20 million budget, how do you find the sweet spot for each student? Yeah. Impossible to do it. So you got to get the right people. Uh, we work with a partner, uh, EAB, that has a great data team. Uh, and then they also have a, a pretty good understanding of mindset, human mindset, right? So we look for the sweet spot and it's a pretty complex, you know, there's like 20 matrices and we go all oh, yeah. this stuff, but it's, it's really just about diverting aid to those that most need it, of course. Uh, and then for everyone kind of finding out that sweet spot, we don't always get it right. No college does. Otherwise you'd have everyone enroll who applies, but, uh, you try and get, you try and make the most out of that. And that that's, we've had a lot of success with that, which is great. Now, I always like to say uh, when I talk about schools and, you know, I have younger people that I talk to about schools and I had somebody recently say, why are there so many different colleges and universities? And I said, well, there's so many different kinds of people and what people like and what people want and where they're coming from. There is diversity of higher education institutions because there is diversity of humans. Great. And that just makes sense to me. Yeah. Now, I know what E-Town has to offer. You know what E-Town has to offer. Cos knows what E-Town has to offer, right? Um, but what is, I don't want to say like, what is the thing that makes E-Town special or to draw somebody in? Um, but, but you know, more of like a what's to come for E-Town? What, what's coming up down the road? Are there any special projects or renovations or new majors or anything you can talk about? And if you can't talk about it, then I totally understand. I'll ask you a different question because a lot of these things are held top secret until they're released. So I definitely get that. Um, but are there any exciting things coming up for E-Town, whether yeah. for you personally or your department or the institution as a whole? No, Adam, great question. And, and yes, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's been going on the last two years and then uh, that's upcoming. Uh, you know, I think one, it all starts with our outcomes, right? What do our students do after a graduation? And that's what yeah. prospective students, families, they're looking at, right? It's an investment. They know that wherever they go, they've got to pay something. What do they get for it, right? And and that's a whole range of things from, you know, at the top of their list usually is a career and something they love or are passionate about. Uh, it's growth in some way. It's some connection. So they, they you know, depending upon the person, they have those different uh, priorities, I guess. Um, but for us particularly, I, I think we point to our student outcomes. 
in terms of excitement, I mean, we, we have so much that's happened the last two years despite COVID. You know, I think one, the, the Bowers Wellness Center, that $25 million brand new, beautiful health and fitness wellness center. Uh, that's just great for current students to enjoy. In terms of academic programming, we've expanded really heavily into STEM and um, health programs particularly. Uh, we have our, actually we're, we're just uh, getting our first graduate level class of, of our PA program, oh, nice. our physician nice. assistant program. Uh, and we're, we're, you know, going through the accreditation process and wrapping that up hopefully. Uh, That's really March. cool. Because E-Town historically is known very well for the, the master's OT program. Um, I had I had friends that, that went through that program that are very, very successful and have great careers. So it's cool to hear that there's a PA program now. That's awesome. Yeah, no, and, and uh, it's, it's of course, there's such high market demand for it. Um, we're looking at other, other STEM majors, uh, data science, all, all kinds of different things that there's a market for uh, and that E-Town has the talent and the ability to teach that and then put that in perspective of, you know, kind of, the, the broader construct of society. And I think that's what, you know, E-Town's niche is uh, making the connections between sort of like interdisciplinary programs of you're studying this, but do you know how it's connected to all of these other things? Yeah. You know? So I think that's, that's a great strength. Um, we have prospective students meet with faculty here, you know, if they want to, of course, when they're just coming for a visit and our faculty are awesome, they'll actually do that. Uh, and they'll take the time to meet with them. And, and they really start to see, oh, wow, this is, it's, yeah, you're in this major, but it's connected to so much more. And, and I think that's what, you know, our, my job is just to get them to campus. You know, beyond that, yeah. it sells itself, right? So yeah. I don't have to uh, do a hard sales pitch or anything. I just, my job is just to get as many students to campus as possible with the admissions team who does, they do an amazing job. Nice. Um, I love that. Uh, John, I really appreciate you coming on um, and doing this. I feel like we could talk forever about this, but that's not exactly how this works. And I know people don't want to listen forever, but um, I would actually love to reconnect with you sometime down the road, see how things are going with E-Town. Um, you know, I uh, had, had great, great memories and, you know, still know so many great people that came from E-Town and, you know, some of my closest friends. And it's really cool to be able to do this and talk to you. And I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, to do this. Um, but before I let you go, um, are you up for a little five question Q&A? Absolutely. I'll try my best here. All I, right, I, cool. The old admissions adage. I'll try and get someone who, who knows the answer. Exactly. Right uh, so question one, what is your favorite late night snack? I would say, and this is going to sound probably weird, a, a combination of peanut butter, a little bit of Cool Whip, and then a, a vegetable protein shake. So I'm officially going to tell you that does sound weird, but I'm also going to tell you that, that like one of my top three favorite snacks of all time is just like a scoop of peanut butter out of the jar. It's so amazing. So yep. I'm, I'm with you with that part. <laughs> the cool, you got to try it and add a little I, bit of cool. Unbelievable. I, okay, I actually am going to try that. Um, <laughs> what is your dream vacation? Dream vacation. I would say. Gosh, I, I went to Hawaii once on a family trip in seventh grade. My mom, single mother, worked real hard, scraped together some vacation money. We went, and I was just blown away at the beauty of Hawaii. So I, I'd always love to go back there. It, it was just like purple sunset, something I, I've never seen before. Nice. What is something that makes you sad? Uh, I think when someone else is in distress, uh, that that that's always tough to see, you know, and, and the feeling that, 
you you can't fix that immediately for them. That that they have to kind of you know you could be there for them, support them, but they they have to either sometimes go through yeah. a journey or a process to get through that. That's always yeah. that's always tough. What is something that makes you happy? Connecting with people, you know, and it's funny because I have the art background. I love painting, and, and that's sort of more solitary. But um, I'm sort of a mix of like a hermit and like a connector, <laughs> you know. So I love people. <laughs> You know, some days are better than others, you know, but yeah. I love when there's a, a positive, I should say a positive connection with another person. Last question. What advice would you give your younger self? Uh, don't stress so hard, you know, that the, the path will unfold for itself and um, you, you can't necessarily see all the things that are in the future or, or in front of you. Uh, no one can and just let that go and just trust the process. Just, yeah. John, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate you taking the time. I know you're a busy guy. I know there's a lot going on with E-Town. I appreciate the work that you're doing to keep E-Town the place that it is. And uh, I wish you nothing but the best. Adam, awesome vibes from you, man. Uh, honestly, an honor to, to, to connect here and, and absolutely uh, looking forward to connecting in the future. If, if you have me, uh, would like to have me back. It, it's For been sure. fun, man. This yeah. is the fastest uh, half hour I've ever had. I tell everybody that. I'm like, this is going to go by really quick. I'm just telling you that. And people are always like amazed of like, oh, we're wrapping up already? Okay. I'm like, yeah, it goes by fast. Um, <laughs> awesome. But I, I, I appreciate it, John, and good luck with the rest of the year. Thank you so much. Be well, Adam. So for everybody out there listening, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a returner, welcome back. And regardless of where you're coming from, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.